This episode of The House Glow is brought to you by Fun.com. Fun.com, the best place on the web to find officially licensed gifts, clothing, costumes, toys, and more. Fun.com also offers a variety of exclusive products they make themselves, and you won't find them anywhere else. Search great brands like Star Wars, Marvel, DC, Ghostbusters, Back to the Future, Care Bears, and many more. Click the Fun.com link in today's show notes and see the latest products, and also save 10% site-wide through August 7th of 2021. Your savings are automatically added to your cart, so just click the link and go have some fun shopping. Fun.com, your go-to destination for exciting and unique gifts. So you might as well outfit your wolf pack, because these savings will only last for a short time. They won't be for life. is a presentation of the Retro Network. Ladies and gentlemen, the Retro Network proudly presents to you in association with the House Show Crew. Hot tag to hell you! Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of is it still hot tag anymore i'm not quite sure it's been it's been a confusing time but if you want a little bit of help with that confusion and that's what today's show is for for the first time in the history of the house show as the last bit of the house glow and as the last hot tag before it's rebranded as hellions talks this is going to be a special two-parter that's right two-parter now on last week's episode of the house show maddie treats and the educator said that they're done absolutely done with glow but there are three episodes left on tubi and on pluto and i thought we've come this far i need to complete it and who else is there in your life to help push you to finish something to help you to be a better person than you would be on your own who else but if you're lucky your spouse so my wife was gracious enough to jump in and watch glow and today on the special edition the last hot tag before we are rebranded as hellions talks we're going to talk about how much she regrets all of that (laughs) so welcome to today's show for a second time i believe yep first first two time around here not, not, I mean, like, first... Oh, ouch! <laughs> ouch! Do you know something I don't? First, first guest to be on twice. Welcome, my lovely wife, Elise. Hi. So, you, uh... My guess is, what I think happened, is you have heard every episode. I've as, as we religiously I've listened to every second of every one 
as we've been talking about Glow, you've just been so excited. You said, I have to watch this on my own. I can't believe I'm missing out on this. It's kind of like everyone buzzing about like WandaVision or, or Stranger Things or something uh, like that. People keep tweeting me about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just co- kidding. I'm like barely co- on the Twitter. Co-workers coming up to you like, did you watch the latest episode of Glow from 30 years ago? <laughs> it's before most of us were born. <laughs> Yeah, that's not what's going on at work, but okay. No. <laughs> but you, you agreed to step in. We're not talking about Glow. Uh, I offered to step in. Thank you. True, true. And we're not talking about Glow yet. You are going to watch the remaining three episodes, which is parts 1, 2, and 29. I don't understand why either. Um, But to jump ahead for it, because talking about three episodes is going to take a while. Usually... Myself. So if you don't understand, why why are we doing it in a very literal sense? What do you mean? Like, who who picked 1, 2, and 29? That's what's on there. Oh, okay. That's we, like literally all that's That is literally available. what's on there. Okay. It goes, okay. the, the collection on Pluto and Tubi is... I mean, I knew that because I have <laughs> listened to all of these. The, the collection on Pluto and Tubi is all of season 3... And then this is technically season four, and they have three episodes total. And clearly it went at least 29 episodes. Yeah. But it just goes one, two... One, two, skip a few. 29. <laughs> no idea why. But you you will see things, and we'll talk about that on on Thursday's oh, show. Oh, I've, I've got some notes already. As it being a season four, what got me, and, and I think cool surprise, Maddie, an educator there is you're seeing things that we weren't. I mean, I'm seeing it because I'm watching along with you, but we got used to a certain pattern for shows. And these three episodes have different things, just with it being a different season. So even even in your extensive notes from listening to every episode we've done before, <laughs> you are still on new ground here. But to talk about new ground, you're not on completely new ground here, because when we started dating... You were watching wrestling. You have gone to live shows. Well, I mean, okay, in all fairness, I was not watching it on my own. Right. Um, It was just... Okay, I watched it when I was a kid. Indirectly. Uh, We had a whole lot of, like, oh, but you're a girl going on. So I definitely wasn't, like, totally aware of what was going on. But I recognized a bunch of the names and what people looked like just from my brothers watching it. Um, and actually I was at my grandmother's house. She was in the hospital. It was like a very upsetting time and I missed you, but I couldn't see you. I was in a whole nother town and I, my grandmother had like, I don't know, like 10 channels and they weren't great channels and TNA happened to be on one of them and I couldn't pinpoint this for you, but Sting was in the rafters and I think he was just coming on. Like it was Mm -hmm. a big reveal moment. But for me, it was like, oh, hey, that's a person, I remember that, like, this guy's familiar. And it kind of started from there, so I got into TNA because there was a familiarity, and I was just watching it, like, thinking of you because I was sad, and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll text Kevin and tell him I'm watching wrestling, and he's going to be like, oh, I love that girl, I'm going to marry her. <laughs> but, I mean, you had... Up until a certain point, you had a real good run for TNA as well, though. Yeah, I mean, once I started watching it, I kept watching it. We were always current. I my my torrent 
numbers were amazing. You did, you did like legal good, torrenting site, legal, of yeah. course. Yes, you did have a good one to one ratio, even more so. Yeah, it was better. <laughs> Two to one, maybe. <laughs> but you came into it with, and I was watching it too, so if you had any questions, we could talk about it. But we had a thing to talk about weekly, too. But not that we need anything, but you know, it was like an extra thing for it. But you had X Division mattered. You had. Uh, they had a really good women's division. Well, that that's what I was getting to with it. You were watching during like what people now call a, a, the glory days of the knockout division. When they had their own DVD, they ended up getting a pay-per-view. They ended up being like a focus of the show. They ended up selling packs of $25 cards that we bought. <laughs> we have a lot of them. Well, because there was one <laughs> autograph, one per box. So we yes. had to get it. But did you, we get an Angelina? I feel like we got an Angelina. We did. But you had Awesome Kong in there. Yeah. You had Roxy. You had the beautiful people. I forgot about Roxy. How did I forget about uh, Roxy? Had um, Gail Kim was around. Yep. I was a big fan of uh, Awesome Kong second. That I can't remember her name right now. Like Raisha Saeed, something like that. That came. That sounds right. Her. But her previous gimmick was called Cheerleader Melissa. That sounds and, familiar. Yeah, but... she did it like a handful of times in TNA. But you were watching, they they weren't doing the diva search models that WWE was doing by any means. No, no. And they were actually women wrestling. And I think the only one that you didn't really like right away was the beautiful people. I hated them. I hated them until we saw them live, and then I loved them. Because when you're live, you see that athleticism more. It's less about the... I mean, not that the personas aren't there, but it's more about the physicality that you're witnessing. Well, I think it was also seeing live you being... Because when you were in college, you had theater background. I think you're seeing the theatric of it, yeah. too. Of, I'm not only doing this move for my opponent who's right next to me, but I'm doing it for the furthest seats in the audience, too, so they can have an yeah. idea of what's going on. But she had... Just to pick one, just pick Angelina Love there. She had so many little moves, little looks, little nuances, little turn, whatever, that added so much to it. I'm nodding. That's helpful. Podcast, <laughs> hi. No, but I, I remember you, like, that was probably who you were looking forward to seeing least. And when you came out, that was who you enjoyed the most, though. Yeah. But then we also, there, there was plenty of indie wrestling going on. By yeah. the way, there's a show coming up in town apparently in july <laughs> you have fun <laughs> <laughs> no one has been announced yet um so i don't know if I'm it's worth it i'm still gonna be over here avoiding people in my mask <laughs> what's up <laughs> um but we went to enough indie ones that you got to see people too and again liking a lot of the women ones for them but other than wwe model type which you had to sit through some of those as well. Yeah. <laughs> Just roll your eyes. Like, is, would it be a... Because I know you said seeing Sting was like, oh, here's something familiar. But then when you saw the knockouts, specifically, which got you into it, was it, oh, I'm seeing women being treated as equals to men or women doing even better. I mean, I wouldn't say... <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, to be honest. But it was... Compared to WWE, it was like an astronomical difference. Like, 
it felt like in WWE, it was literally just there so insecure men wouldn't have their sexuality threatened by watching men wrestle. Mm. TNA, it was, at that time, like, part of the show. Well, and I mean, the, the funny thing is, with it being in TNA, because TNA, when it started, was the joke. It's TNA. Yeah. You know, and they came And up- ironically, they ended up having the stronger women. Yeah. Between, like, right now, people say NXT is, like, the... Has the best women's roster mm-hmm. going. Can't speak to that. But. No. Um, but at that time, by far, it was knockout division. Yeah. Just to be true. But I think you also saw a lot of... Because you were seeing everything in... You know, someone like me that's seen hundreds, if not thousands of stuff... You get used to, there's not just pro wrestling. It's a way to tell stories. It's my same argument when people are like, oh, comics are this. No, they're not one thing. But for wrestling, you can have, here's your super athletic cruiserweight match. Here's your hardcore violent one. Here's your main eventers. Here's your big guys. Here's your women. Here's your tag team and all. And it's usually, it's, here's one type for the women. And you get your women's match and you check off the box. But for knockouts at the time, and, and honestly a lot of women's wrestling today, thankfully... That's not what it is. It's not just, oh, we're checking off our box and having two ladies come out. It's, and you saw some of it in TNA. For, <laughs> yes. Sorry. I'm an adult. It's cool. <laughs> we, do, we can't have that on the show. You, you know with all that you've listened. Um, but we had, or we, TNA, I think you were seeing stuff where it's like, oh, here's a tag match with the women. Here's one where they can actually go. Here's one where they're being the living hell out of each other. Or unlike when I was a kid, here's someone who just escorts someone to the stage. Or, I mean, the ring. (laughs) Well, I mean, but that's all it was, and you're right. There was no woman more famous in wrestling when you were a kid or I was a kid than Miss Elizabeth. Which, by the way, you can ask my mom if you want to fact check this, is why I wanted my name to be Elizabeth when I was a child. I begged her to change it, yeah. Seeing her come out. Yeah. I mean, she was. She got to hang out with the boys. I wasn't allowed to. (laughs) She she was, for the most part, the only one. She was by far the most famous one. And coming out looking beautiful each and every week. She looked like a princess. Yeah. But she never once had a match or anything going on. No, it's not what she was there for. Did you ever see... Because they did... and, And I know you weren't watching it on your own for it, but with you know, brothers stuff watching, they had uh, another woman when Savage turned heel again later on, Sensational Sherry, Scary Sherry. Mm, nope. But she Okay, because she was an actual wrestler and had won titles and everything. Yeah, no. But she came out as, like, the antithesis for Miss Elizabeth. Okay, now, this being said, for you have familiarity with it, you know, you have seen wrestling, you have seen women's wrestling, you have seen wrestling from the 80s. I Late would 80s, early not 90s. say I remember it. No, no, at no. All, but, but you see, you've seen I, things. I did when it was new. Yeah. But there's just not enough time and day for it. I'm usually like, there's not enough time and day for me to watch all the wrestling I want to watch, and I very much enjoy it. You know, there's certainly not enough time for you to watch it when there's uh, such so many good shows and movies and everything right now. Another that I'm also not watching because I'm right. too busy trying to clean. Right, but I mean, we try, we try. There's a lot. I'll say, if you were going to watch wrestling, it's low on your list, though, usually. 
it's not that it's low. It's just that there's Doctor Who and then I want to rewatch Battlestar again and there's just there's just so much and not enough hours and, and our child is a yeah. TV thief. We're years behind an Arrowverse. Yeah, I like kind of <laughs> don't know that that's ever happening, but that's another conversation. <laughs> but, I mean, you you haven't seen a lot lately, and it has improved. But I'll also say, because we do watch older shows, we'll get into a marathon, we'll pull out a movie and stuff, and certain things that we like as, as you and I and people in our circle get older and more mature and learn more for the world I think we do try to be open to everyone we try to not be hateful we try to not be prejudiced we try to not be crass and put anything like that out there but we also understand there was a time when certain jokes were made there was a time when certain things were said certain things we read and go we we gotta put it in the era like there's there's a way to realize this was a time of the era maybe the people weren't horrible maybe we can just leave it there but then not to, not to, we'll go into a greater detail on the actual show but then there's certain things for glow they didn't age well now we have had, and, uh, and obviously you've heard it, and of course when you watch, when you've listened to our friends over at Odds with Wrestling, and they <laughs> obviously, and uh, they they also that's how I heard about your podcast. Oh jeez! <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Because it's not enough for Maddie and educated to get <laughs> to pull this crap on me every week. Now you have to too. Oh please, you love this. All right. <laughs> So, uh, we'll, we'll get into detail on the upcoming Thursday one. But for you, with English background, with theater background, with your own intelligence and stuff, there were certain things I'm watching that I'm willing to say that was just a word that was okay at the time. That was just acceptable then. But then there are other things where I'm like, that wasn't even cool then. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. I mean... It's... There's some of that stuff that there's just not a sweetener that's going to make it go down easy. No, were there certain things that you're just like, whatever, it's the 80s. It, but it was not okay, yeah, at any point. It, it, see, but like, that's... A th um certain okay we don't we don't say the r word anymore but that was a way to just say something is stupid something is i dislike this thing in the 80s and 90s we just said that didn't think of its meaning didn't think of connotation didn't think of who we were insulting or anything and now most people try to not use that word anymore in that thing but if i'm watching something from the 80s or 90s it doesn't turn me off to the movie or the show. I'm like, I wouldn't say it makes me hate it, but it it will always stop me in my tracks. Mm -hmm. I can't, and, and I think that's the thing like with it, stuff that doesn't age well. I can overlook it willfully if I am trying to, but it's still going to be a total disconnect for me. It's going to take me out of it for a moment, and then I have to 
refocus myself back in. See, because what got educator was the fat jokes and fat comments. Yeah, no, I've got some notes on that. Okay. And we would go back and forth on like, uh, and just trying to break it down. What's the reason behind this? What's the explanation? Is there any way we could justify it? Is it part of a feud? I could do that. Are you a heel saying this stuff about a face and you're saying everything terrible? I Like, I'm trying to justify... And then the way that this show is booked, there is none. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, if you have Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant, just to pick two very obvious names, and Hogan calls Andre fat while he's a heel and he's a giant, whatever. I wouldn't have cared. But we're hearing things on these shows where I'm like, really? That's who you're targeting? Are you referring to the fact that they're not, like, actually fat? Because, yeah, that's in my notes. Okay. <laughs> now, was... Okay, so you you were very gracious. Which, and honestly, that threw me off a little, too, because I feel like, if anything, our society is, like, pushed towards skinnier than it expected us to be in the 80s. Well, okay. And they're, they're like... Picking on someone who would be considered fairly average then, and right. now, like, you wouldn't even bat an eye. Okay, but, I mean, I'm, I'm going to assume, and excuse me if I'm wrong, that at some point along the way with your education and, and stuff you've seen as well, you've also seen that the desirable body types have been different throughout history. Yeah. And you go with your Rubenesque because most people are working in the field, so they had a certain type of body. You couldn't have you know you couldn't be fat big air quotes here unless you were rich so that became a desirable body because that's what all the rich people had which is why we have certain paintings of certain images and everything from that time the 80s and we we even went so far with the joke previously to say were asses shaped differently in the 80s <laughs> <laughs> like but you see people's women's builds and what was quote desirable and I think the worst part was, blame TV, blame movies, blame cocaine and ladies, I don't know what, but it was, you need to be a stick-thin nothing to you to be pretty. And looking back now, I'm like, that's most unhealthy, yeah, terrible looking, skin and bones, like none of it looks good, but it's what was, you know, everyone was forced, like, this is the perfect attractive body. Maybe it's just that media is even more pervasive now than it was then so that more women are just affected by it. I just, my perception is that women weren't expected to be as skinny then as they are now. See, but I, I would say, and we can, on Thursday show, we'll get into certain Spoiler alert, I'm not skinny, guys. <laughs> on Thursday show, I think we'll get into more specifics, and yes, you are. <laughs> but, um, there are certain women on there that now you would, you know, nowadays, as the kids say, you would call them thick, with two C's. But certainly not fat, not skin and bones either, but they look good. They look healthy. But they're called fat on the show. Yeah. Like a good, normal, healthy body that most guys today would see going down the street and go, oh my god, she's beautiful. BMI is probably perfect. Right. Right. But be for the 80s style, though, oh, she's fat. Not a chance. Like, absolutely isn't. 
And there's some on there that I think are too skinny, too, but... Alright, other thing here that I've noticed for Glow, and I'm wondering if you have as well, and this is all set up for once, you know, we'll have specific examples later, but then when I see where you're at for it, you, between watching the TNA stuff, watching Random Things With Me, house shows, stuff like that we've gone to, are well aware of this is a performance these are very well-trained people doing this. You have to know what the hell you're doing. You're trusting someone else's life pretty much in your hands for this. You have to have a certain amount of skill to speak, to project your body language, everything for all the fans, all four sides around you. And then you see some of the women on here. <laughs> and some of them have talent and maybe could have done something. And others feel like you or I would do better right now going in there. I feel like I might not be as capable of speaking to this. There are some eye-rolling moments of... I feel like that might be more of like the refined wrestling palette <laughs> than I have. Ooh, my <laughs> refined wrestling palette. Ooh. Yeah, mine ain't refined. Oh, should see what my homework is this week. The, the equivalent of a hot dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, we would also, throughout the show, um, try to find diamonds in the rough as well. Hey, this is very much a product of its time. It's very much not... I, I did see some skills that... The... Everything is so hokey very 80s i when we first that like by the time i got to the first match i forgot that there was actual matches <laughs> well not just that there were matches but like i had already lowered my expectations based mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. the non-wrestling portions of the show i'd seen up to that point that i forgot that there was actually going to be real wrestling at some point now when we got going um one of us made the comparison that it's like you can't do that on television mixed with wrestling. Very accurate. Just dumb skits, dumb yeah. jokes, over the top, laugh track, eye rolling. Add very little to the show in terms of the actual matches. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's it's such a, a cluster of things that don't go together. Yeah. Um, Treats made the point that the glow's is better when it's not worried about putting an actual good match on. The sillier the match, the more over-the-top to go along with the over-the-top segments, the better it is. Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna go stupid and goofy with this, go all out. Yeah. You don't need to have a five-star match. Not that we've seen any, but you don't need to <laughs> people trying and thinking that they're gonna get a five-star match here. Yeah. Now... Um, Treats has gone to Vegas quite a lot, so he's he's instructed us, because I don't know if you realize, you will, if you haven't yet, though, but it was all taped in Vegas, they did all kind of live there, they would tape, like, many episodes in a row and everything, but part of our thing with even starting this is the lack of crowds lately for shows, and then that's coming back now. Mm -hmm. But through the COVID era of, okay, there's no one here watching it. Like, wrestling needs a crowd. But we noticed for this, I think it's more 
it doesn't seem like a wrestling crowd. It seems like people that were at the casino and just kind of wandered in. Oh, they're taping TV over here. Because we see there, there's a lot of people dressed like empty chairs in the crowd. <laughs> and there's a lot, there's way too many kids, I think. Like, it, it, would, it, would I take Declan to something like that? Maybe at his age now? Yeah, I'd question it next year for sure. But there's like little little kids there yeah. that really bothers me. Well, I mean, they wandered out of the casino. It happens. <laughs> but why are you taking kids to a casino to start? That was what... the joke. Good job. But, but <laughs> we've also now our, our little circle of wrestling fans, whether it be Retro Network, whether it be Soon to Be Named Network, you know, Manning Educator themselves and all, you for what you've seen. I think we are all smart wrestling fans. But you have gone to shows with me, and we have seen the people that are the stereotype of wrestling fans. Yes. And I think we see some of that for this too watching the shows. But what what way are you coming at this? Because I no, don't don't come in and say, "Oh, I don't know the stuff like you three do." That's not no one's asking you to. No one's expecting oh, that. <laughs> we would need a time machine for me to go back and have a long history that I don't have. <laughs> But you're also not one of those fans either. The people, you know, that start running their mouth and you realize they actually think it's real and we all walk away from them. I mean, I've heard the word kayfabe, so I'm ahead of some people. But I mean, like, what what are you... Okay, so I ask you to sit down, and or you offered to sit down and watch it and all. Did you know from overhearing us or from hearing me groan and not want to watch it some weeks did you know exactly was it as bad as you thought you're getting into was it equal was it um better <laughs> as someone who was just like walking past the room the thing i would hear the most would be the raps mm-hmm. and so i thought there was a whole lot more of that like i would just hear some be like oh i'm good and walk away <laughs> And I assumed it. they went through, like, the entire roster. Oh, like every episode? So I was relieved to find out there is a lot less rapping than initially expected. So that worked out well for me. That's one thing I can say. But did you think it was going to look, like, more professional or wasn't going to be as hokey? I or... mean, you had already given me the whole you-can't-do-that-on-television prep, so I was. Mm. I feel like my expectations were realistic in terms of what I was going to see. Um, just with a whole lot more wow. Can't believe they just said that than I expected. Now, what shocked me and I'm not sure if it shocked the others as well. I think a little bit is I don't remember when I realized thongs were a thing but mid 80s late 80s was not yo, it yo yo like <laughs> we'll save that for next episode it's in my notes okay that can't be comfortable right they, they got the tights on underneath i'm being honest i i don't like to do that on an average day <laughs> let alone with tights involved tights or thongs like both of them hard pass this aired, if you're not aware, this aired like afternoon syndication right after Saturday morning cartoons. And Naturally. Most like around 11, 12, 1, you know, somewhere around there. 
So you got all the kids just getting done watching like He-Man or Thundercats or something like that. And then here's Glow. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> it's probably a lot of little boys that grew up <laughs> on Saturday afternoons. I mean, there's also like a very strong like aerobics vibe in general. You know, I hadn't... I'll give you that. Not only in the costuming, because that's mostly what I'm talking about, but yeah. a lot of the the moves I saw felt more gymnast aerobic than wrestler. G- but I kind of liked that. Gymnast, for sure. There are there are a handful that we have talked about a lot previously on the show that are on this as well, that I'm like, that's full-on gym moves. If that person actually had some real training, they could have been something with yeah. that skill set. But I never thought of aerobics. That's an excellent point because you got like your your like I want to say jazzercise. That's not quite what I mean. But the the VHS workout in your home excess of exercise tapes and every celebrity had one. And here's all the leotards and here's your LA gear and here's your fitness centers and everything. Even like Olivia Newton-John, let's get physical video. Yeah. Is that, like if you know a few years before this, but still like there's a whole never even thought of that you're the bright colors the yeah. neon the everything for i think most of them are wearing like sneakers and not wrestling boots too yep or barefoot in some cases some of them are barefoot yeah but it is so we will discuss on thursday we're gonna go through the three episodes the matches the promos and to my shock to listener shock and maybe to maybe an educator shock life in the glow house is brand new i didn't know that was coming <sighs> i wish it hadn't i had no clue that was coming that is brand new also what the heck they call it around the glowing world or a, a glow from the past or something like that i forget but there there is a new segment for this season four these three episodes we'll be watching where they have a little globe go by and say here's a match that's never before been seen on oh, tv okay, yeah. that's brand new and seeing them because i'm watching going okay that character looks like this now these things happen later so this match is you know i can guess about how old it is i'm like why is it just sitting here like we've seen some terrible matches well because they can't let the wrestling cut into their the glow house into their other skits kevin you also have a lot less fabergé commercials in fact i don't think there's any on these Maybe yeah i one. i definitely didn't see one because i was like focusing on like i saw that on the the mat and i was yeah. like like okay Nope, Fabergé was their number one sponsor. They had... Like the eggs? No. Okay. Hi, I'm Hi. smart. It's That's cool. Right. <laughs> um, but they had the, uh... They had three different commercials that played every episode. There was a fight in a supermarket with the shampoo. There was Thicker and Fuller, which you have walked in on and went, what the hell are you watching? <laughs> Where, like, all the bad girls are going, Thicker, Thicker. Then the good girls are saying Fuller, or no, sorry, Thicker and Fuller versus Body and Bounce. I think I've seen it enough times. And then there's a jam commercial where like about five of the ladies just say a quick little thing about Fabergé. That's why you should use it. 
So it's a shampoo? It's a shampoo. It's okay. a shampoo and conditioner. They also own Brew, which is a men's, their men's line. Okay. I don't think either of them are still around. I mean, I'm not familiar. Didn't see it at Walmart. I can tell you Let that. me tell you, though. After having watched months and months of Glow, if I see it, I'm buying it, though. I might just sit in a shelf. You do you. Go to an antique store if I'm fine. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah, maybe there's an old ad. No. <laughs> No. Okay, so I'll close up this edition of Hot Tag. Last one. I I hope everyone is enjoying this as a little teaser for Thursday's episode where we're going to deep dive on the three episodes. Yeah, we've already covered a lot of my notes, so let's hope I can find something to talk about. <laughs> well, there <will> be plenty. <laughs> Alright, do you want to throw anything more out there? A little teaser. Is there anything that you have a rant about yet? Or not quite yet? You don't want to give it away. Oh, let's, let's just... Let's just let it all marinate for everybody. Because okay. I, I very much love being part of the retro network. But I will admit there, we have some women's voices, but I don't think enough. And I think having you give your opinions for Glow, especially, is going to be very interesting for everyone. <laughs> I think they will very much enjoy it. But right, um, do you want to tell people where they can find you? <laughs> I mean. Not, I'm not there, not. so you probably don't want to bother, but, like, if you want to look at how many YouTube videos my kid liked five years ago through my account, um, Elise Leosificus on Twitter. Oh, and of course, Declan X YouTube channel. Yeah, for sure that. So. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you for listening to this little teaser. Thursday is the final three episodes of Glow, and then the Thursday after will be the debut of Hellion's Talks. The hot tag segment will go away for now on Mondays. So after hearing me twice this week, it'll be down to one time the following week. I hope everyone will be okay with that. But I have some amazing guests lined up. None as amazing. <laughs> Just want to sure you know that. But thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for all your continued support for the house show. We're just taking a hiatus right now. We have a plan for next season, as long as Peacock follows through with what they told us they're going to do. And I look forward to talking to them again. I look forward to talking to my wife all the time. And I look forward to all of the guests that are coming up on the upcoming Hellion Talks. So if you enjoyed this, go ahead and follow the House Show accounts at TRN House Show. Go ahead and follow me online at Mask Library. MaskLibrary.com is my home blog. Go ahead and follow uh, Maddie at Maddie Treats. Educator is on his yacht, so he's not answering his hands at all anymore. Check out the show notes for Patreon, for merchandise, for our fun.com link, all sorts of cool stuff. And oh, I can't believe Blue is almost over. We have to come up with a, a stupid joke at the end for Thursday, by the way. I'm you sure you can manage. You're not going to do it? You're not going to do the dumb joke? I, I don't want to steal your thunder. Okay, what about the innuendo? And the terrible remarks? In which end? <laughs> Thank you. <It's> perfect. <laughs> This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.